Hi, this is Millie, and you're listening to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word, and I will put all this in the show notes. Hi, everybody. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a nice day and a nice week. Um, I like to, to do podcasts, especially when I get new information, right? And the new information here, and I'll talk about it in a minute, I did post it immediately on Instagram. And it is um, written by someone I really um, trust, right? Um, And her name is escaping me. I know her name is Shannon. She would kill me if she knew. It's just, it's my my autoimmune brain. I can't remember things. Um, Her book is right in front of me too. I should just look at it, right? (laughs) Um... Shannon Thomas. Um, She is a psychologist. I am not a psychologist. I know a lot of you um, listen to this podcast or have find my podcast. I get a lot of that. I just found your podcast and you saved my life. I, I hear, I actually hear that. And as much as I appreciate that, it scares me because I'm not a therapist. I'm just a person like you going through it or have gone through it. I'm going through something right now. Um, things got a little bit complicated for me. Um, those of you that have been listening to me know that my mother died in September, so it's almost a year. My father has not talked to me since as a matter of fact, I was calling him every day, and, and on the third day, he told me that he just wanted to be left alone, and I still tried to reach out. I texted, I sent a letter, um, and crickets, right? And now my daughter is coming to visit today, tonight. We're going to pick her up, and my ex-husband's mother passed away two days ago, so things have gotten weird um, to say the least, um, I have to say that I was sad about my ex-mother-in-law's death because she was the only person in the circle of people that knew my mother, that believed me, and even provided more proof that my mother was toxic. Things I didn't know my mother was saying and she was like, oh, she said this, but you, you never told me this. So I thought it was weird that she would tell me this story that you never said to me, like things like that. So she was the only person who, 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 who knew, who saw it. My ex certainly didn't, but his mother did. So to Elsa... I hope that you are at peace. 
Okay, so moving on. Shannon Thomas, the author and therapist, psychologist, specializing in narcissism, said that because, and that's, you know, this includes me, this includes you, this includes everybody. Because there is more awareness of narcissism, I will say probably more on the romantic relationship end of it. We still haven't quite crept completely into the parental narcissist. Now, it doesn't make any sense because these romantic partners are usually parents too. And and end of story, right? But when you're an adult and you're a parent, you figured out your parents are narcissist now as an adult, it seems to be something people cannot accept. It just is. Hopefully, we are going to be the ones that change that. So, apparently, because there is so much more interest in narcissism and people are talking about it and, you know, so many more people are admitting, you know, yeah, my my ex-boyfriend or my current boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, they're narcissists, they have narcissistic traits, people know the traits. It's come out that narcissists are made because they were overindulged, okay, that they were overpraised, that they were treated like nothing you do is wrong, as opposed to what we have been assuming, the studies had said, right, that narcissism comes from another narcissist, right? The the narcissist, if you have a narcissistic mother, she had a narcissistic mother. And some, something, you know, I always had an issue with that. First of all, it excuses the narcissist. It excuses the bad behavior because you're not giving them the responsibility that they were a narcissist and they were doing things that were purposely harmful to other people. Right, and I I never liked it, and I always posted about that. No excuse for bad behavior. Okay, bad behavior has no excuse, regardless of of what happened to you as a kid. There's no excuse because we're all children of narcissists here, right? And if we're children of narcissists and we're not narcissists, how come they were narcissists? If you catch, if you follow that thought. Congratulations, right? I guess it's supposed to be like you're breaking the chain and all that. No. Most likely it's because, and that makes sense even with my mother. It makes sense because the fact that most likely narcissists come out of being told you're better than them as a child, right? We're better you can do no wrong. My mother is the youngest of four by a lot. Like her next sibling is eight years older than her. Okay. Always in the back of my mind. Like she was the youngest of four. She could have been like totally spoiled. Okay. I'm an only child and I was abused. 
So narcissists don't come out of abuse necessarily. Okay? Now, I'm going to get pushed back. Pushed back. That's fine. This theory is far more likely to be the case than the theory that narcissists came from abuse themselves. Right? I've been working under that impression for four years now, right? Especially the last, I would say, the last three years where I've really gotten into it and, and, and researched and, you know, and it's all about the narcissist was abused and that's why they became narcissists. But then the question always comes up is why do some children of narcissists become narcissists and others become empaths and scapegoats, right? We become the bad guy. That's because, and and the answer I got was that some of us are predisposed from birth to be to have one personality trait or another. And that's why some broke off and became narcissists. Some of us broke off and became empathic. Right? That it's in us by birth. It just, you know, I accepted what I read because that's what was available. Right? That was the information that was available. Um, there never was a clear-cut answer. There never was, right? I I kept searching for that. Why? How are narcissists made? And it's... There's never been a convincing theory until now. Now, I suspect that there will be other theories that come around, right? And they are theories because I don't... I'm not really sure that you can prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that how a narcissist is made, right? Maybe that's just the way they are. Maybe that's the answer. I mean, maybe there's not more to it. Who knows, right? I've seen videos, actually yesterday, I I ran across, I don't have to look for videos anymore. They kind of find me like on Facebook or whatever, which I really need to stop just looking at. Um, Where this guy was explaining with a drawing, it was a, I don't know if it was a TikTok, but it, with a drawing on, you know, how a narcissist is made. And I saw where he was going. I didn't finish watching the video, but, you know, he drew the mom and the dad and the baby. And when the baby doesn't get his needs met by the parents, then they build a wall up and they have to meet their own needs. And right. And that's it. it and, that baby becomes a narcissist, right? Because they have to meet their own needs. They're they're self-centered because they didn't get their needs met by their parents. Well, neither did we. Most of us here did not get our needs met emotionally, physically, in a lot of cases, by our parents. But yet we didn't become narcissists. Why is that? That theory doesn't explain why we exist, right? Because if that theory were true, then, 
you know, every narcissist would make another narcissist and another narcissist. And eventually we'd all be narcissists. I mean, that's what would happen, right? That's what would happen. So this theory of narcissism coming from being told that you're great and you can do no wrong and being spoiled and treated like the most important person in the world makes so much more sense because those are the traits of narcissism in and of itself. Now, if that is the case, are we in an era of creating a lot of narcissists? I mean, that's just a question to ponder. Things are very, very different nowadays where, um, and, you know, part of what I'm saying comes from me being a teacher, okay, having been a teacher for six years, where the children get way more power. When a child is not doing well in school, not every parent does this, but some a lot side with the kid that is the teacher's fault now when i say something i i'm not talking in terms of black and white right i i don't say something that's like this is 100% the case no sometimes there there are teachers that really don't deserve to be teachers my daughter had a terrible teacher in second grade which the teacher had the cojones to humiliate her in front of me being in the classroom. I happened to be there because I was teaching high school and I got out of work at like 2 o'clock. And I went to her school because they were supposedly going to do something for Valentine's Day and they never even did it. And I show up and the teacher's humiliating my daughter. Let's just, you know, to not get into detail, but the way that she was teaching, she should have been fired. Okay? She pegged... I am going to be specific. She pegged the students against each other. Emily didn't reach her reading goal for the week or whatever I think it was. I think it was reading goal. Like, she didn't read enough little books. And um, so she went through the classroom and asked every kid if she should participate in going outside. I think it was just going outside and playing. And they said yes or no, and she would just, you know, write it on the board. And that is a horrific way to teach. So, yeah, I'm not saying all teachers are not to blame. But I know in my class, I tried my very best to be fair, right? Which is, if a kid is not doing well in my class, and I was not only fair, but I added points to kids who I knew were trying, but just couldn't get it, right? So I I tried to, to just boost their grade a little bit. You know, I know that they, they shouldn't get a good grade because then they would be put in the wrong class in the, next, in the following year and they would fall more behind, but... Just something. But the kids that were... That would come to class just to make trouble. Right? Just to make trouble. They didn't pay attention. 
they they tried to distract the kids from the class those kids and if i had a parent teacher conference it was usually those parents that were the ones that sided with the kid and said it was me instead of thinking your kid is a jerk okay there are discipline issues that you're obviously not you know you're you're not dealing with or whatever issue is going on you're not dealing with it properly and that makes me think that there's going to be a lot of narcissists coming up because these kids were are being told you're right and the teacher's wrong right you're right and the person in power the person that has power is wrong so these kids are going to learn that they're right all the time. Everything they say, they're right. And other people are wrong. And isn't that what a narcissist does 100% of the time? Is they blame everything on someone else. Everything is someone else's fault. Right? Never take accountability or responsibility for their own actions. Right? Which is terrible for the people that have to be around them. You know, for the people that have to put up with this, that have to deal with, you know, with this person who thinks that they're always right and and who will argue with you. Um, I guess I, I should just be honest about um, what I'm going through right now, where I am right now. I'm always going through something even though my mother died. So there, I just want to let you know that just because your narcissistic parent dies doesn't mean your problems are over because they're not. <laughs> they're not going to be over. <laughs> um, my daughter is visiting and with her partner. And I knew from the... I, I started to get anxious about a week before she arrived because I knew that this situation was going to be that her father, my ex-husband, was going to manipulate the situation so that she would spend almost her entire time here with him and not me. And everything I said so far is happening. And what upsets me is that even my husband, who is so supportive sometimes doesn't see clearly what I see, okay? I fired my therapist because she told me that my um, thoughts on my ex were wrong, that I was being stubborn when I told her, I don't think I'm wrong. I think I'm 100% correct. I think this is what's happening, you know, this is what's happening. He does things on purpose to upset me. And she's telling me that's not true. Okay. She says to me, that's not true. That's not true. You're being stubborn. You just don't want to see that, that, that that's, he's not trying to hurt you. Except you've heard me talk about him for years. This isn't the first time that I've talked about him. So I fired her, right? I was done. I had been her patient for four years. And 
I couldn't continue with someone who was calling me stubborn. And it, and she said it just like that. She said I was being stubborn. So I'm like, okay, I don't think your therapist is supposed to call you stubborn. Um, Sometimes I feel alone when it comes to him because he is one of those covert un- but covert so covert that no one can see it right and i predicted what would happen and it's happening okay my daughter's visiting she's not with me right now where is she she's with her dad why he planned a dentist appointment for yesterday morning they got here Sunday night. We picked them up at the airport. They spent the night. And I told my husband, I said, he planned that dentist appointment so he could take her immediately. And that's what happened. She's 20, by the way. But she also doesn't know how to say no to him. She doesn't. And I went no contact with him. And I know that she's been telling her partner, like... I'm the bad guy because I don't want to talk to him. So I'm doing what's best for me and my health, my mental health. But it's not looked at that way. It's looked at as I'm doing so. I'm a, I'm the bad guy because I don't want to talk to him at all. Now, the complication here has been that his mother passed away last week. On Friday, I believe, she passed away. And so when he came to pick her up on Monday, I went out there to talk to him. You know, I'm sorry she passed away, whatever. We we talked a little bit, but I knew not to let my guard down. I said, don't let that fool you because he seems like he's nice and and whatever, but don't let that fool you. He's, he's still going to do what he always does. And case in point, today... It's kind of cloudy out. They're not doing anything over there. I said to her, do you want to come over? Nah, I'm going to stay here. Okay. And she goes, plus I have a 9 o'clock dentist appointment because she has to have some things, some cavities filled tomorrow. It's convenient. We're, we're just going to stay here and sleep over. So now he's got her Monday, Tuesday, probably all of tomorrow. I think he's going back to work Thursday and Friday. So those days I may have some time with her. But in seven days I will see her too. Because he planned a birthday party for her Saturday. And they're leaving Sunday. That's it. So it's almost like no matter what, how I do it, it. It's it's always going to be that he wins. I guess. I don't know how to put it. But he, he gets what he wants. I The, the difference is this time, I'm not going to complain to him about it. I'm not going to say a word. Because a narcissist needs the satisfaction of knowing they hurt you. And if he doesn't have that, at least he doesn't get narcissistic supply from me. He's just not going to get it. Okay? I am upset, but he's not going to get it. He's not getting supply from me. I'd rather die than give him an ounce of of knowing that I am upset by his actions. Not anymore. I'm done. I'm never going to do that again.
Sorry, that's a water bottle. I'm never doing it again. I'm done. So, narcissists just, they, they don't change. They do what they do on purpose. They're aware of what they're doing. They plan it. If they didn't, I wouldn't be able to see what he was going to do ahead of time. Right? I knew how it was going to go down. I knew it. I told my husband. I said, I told you. Didn't I say this was going to happen? This, and it's happening. Because he, they manipulate. They plan things. They do plan things. Right? I used to be the one that tried to plan against their plans. And it always ended up in a fight. And I'm not fighting either. I'm done. Okay? And that is a sad situation for everyone involved. When you're finally freaking done. You're done. And it's not I give up. It's more I'm I'm not going to participate in your abuse, right? I'm not going to react to you to your abuse. Right? And then I end up being the crazy one. I don't care what people say. I don't care what anyone says, right? I don't care. He could have 100 birthday parties. As a matter of fact, I'm glad, I mean, he's having this get-together for her 20th birthday, which was a couple of weeks ago, um, With and there's going to be like 20 people there, and COVID is rampant in our county right now. The only thing that's going to happen is there's going to be a COVID outbreak in that from that birthday party, and the next day, if I see my daughter for a few minutes, it's going to be with a mask on. I'm not risking getting COVID. I have an autoimmune disorder. I don't know how I would fare with COVID. But that's that's the situation. That's the situation. You know? So, this theory about COVID... About COVID. <laughs> this theory about narcissists being made... Because they were always told that they were great. That they were better than other people. That is so much more plausible to me than the theory that they were abused and became narcissists. We're the ones that come out of narcissists' parents. People with empathy because we had to learn to gauge what was going on the minute we got home from school. Or when they picked us up, right? We had to start immediately being on. And is mom upset? Is she going to yell? Can I tell her? You know, we're the ones that became empaths. The ones that become narcissists are the ones that are treated like the king. And my ex was definitely that. Because, and his brother too. I, I... I can't go into details because I don't really know that much. Um, They kept things pretty tight. Even when I was married to him. I didn't know what was going on with them. With his brother and his my sister-in-law. But um, at least with him. I mean, 
everyone in the family would run to him for oh I, we need you for this and and they would just say how great he was and all of that well we when i talked to him we were discussing how that's it his mom was the last person in the family he's not going to get much of that um how great of a person he is anymore from anybody there's nobody left to tell him that um if his wife tells him that great i hope she does <laughs> i hope someone you know keeps him because as long as he's getting supply from somewhere i don't want him to not get supply and then just start attacking me again because i can't take it i can't take it you know i made a lot of mistakes in the past with it, thinking back thinking i should have i should have put an, an order of protection against him and him and his wife um because they i was being harassed I had dozens of phone messages and things. It, it, it was bad. But back to um, the parents. The parents and the the fact that they're aware of everything they do. We're d we have to stop excusing their behavior and saying that Poor them, they were abused, and they didn't know better is BS. It just is. Okay? We need to stop that. Because that is what makes us go back if we are no contact, right? Because we feel sorry for them. How many times have I seen comments in my, my Instagram page or DMs where the person is feeling sorry for the narcissist. Now, I also understand, and I can say this because it's all of you. I'm not saying it to one person. But I, I see, and I see what they're doing wrong, but there's nothing I can do about it. I can't force anyone to see the truth until they see the truth. That is something that I have had to accept in every situation in my life but also understand that some of you may not be ready to to accept that they really are who they are right and you think that you can change them and you think that you can help them and you think that you can win a fight with them or that you can fawn enough that means just bow down to them. And they're going to change. You're going to make them happy and everything will be fine. And just because they're nice to you one day does not mean things have changed. Okay? I know that feeling of finally. You know, they're, they, they were nice to me. Nope. They're not going to change. They're not going to change. I actually heard something yesterday that <laughs> I thought was really funny, actually. Um, because I warned my ex when my mom took my ex on as the, you know, the person that she was going to 
treat as the child, right? The golden child was my ex, you know, the person I hated the most in the world. Um, and, and I warned him, I told him years ago, I said, you do this, you get involved with my family and you're going to pay the consequences for it. Now, I don't know how many consequences he paid, but I did hear one thing, which was just enough to get me to feel like I, I, I was right. And she didn't, she didn't stop the, you know, trying to get supply. She told him, <laughs> you don't look bad for being fat. That is the most hilarious, underhanded compliment, narcissist thing that I've heard. She never, yeah, to be honest, she never, that I remember ever said anything like that to me. Whenever I said, you know, I've gained weight, I'm not happy. She'd be like, no, 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 you look fine. She she didn't mind when I gained weight. She hated when I lost weight, though. When I lost weight and I was real thin and um, I mean, she knew I was getting attention and all that. She, oh my gosh, she said I look sick, that I needed to stop losing weight. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um but that that was really that was a funny comment and and he understood it of course he under, he understood it you know that's really that's a funny comment to say you know to insult him that was an insult you're fat that's what she said um but we have to live in the reality of what is and not what we want or Having hope, which I did a podcast a long time ago called Hope is a Four-Letter Word. Because having hope that this person's going to change is just putting yourself in a situation where you're you're in a cycle that you're never going to get out of. Right? You're never going to get out of, you know, the, the abuse with the parent if... You have hope that they're going to change. That things are going to get better with them. Never. You're just going to stay in that situation. Because you have hope that they're going to change. So in the narcissist world, hope is a four-letter word. Like the other four-letter word. Right? We have to live in the reality that they are who they are. And they were made because... They were told that they were great. Something that I've been meaning to uh, say, and I know a lot of you probably have experienced this as well, is I remember even being a child, like five years old, and being told I couldn't hang out with certain kids, okay, because they weren't good enough, right? So ever since I was five, I was told who I couldn't couldn't hang out with because of her standard. Which, by the way, my mother came from a very poor family in Cuba. Poor. Money was one of the things that came into play. And she was raised poor. This is something I did not know. Because I was always told that my grandfather owned a sugarcane field. 
I don't want to call it what she calls it because it's racist. And that they had money. And there is no sugar cane field. And there was no money. There was nothing. They came here because they were poor. That's why they came to the U.S. Not for the reasons that my mother told me. It was because they were poor. And then she used having money or not having money or whatever reason. I couldn't talk to this one particular girl because she had older brothers. And her older brothers were showing her things, probably, that she didn't want me to know about. That was one of the reasons that I couldn't talk to this one particular girl. I mean, that's insane. But that's that's what I'm saying. That is reality. They are who they are. They're intentional. They manipulate. They want to make you feel bad. That's just how it is. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. They want to make you feel bad. They want to put you down. That's what makes them happy. They are sadistic. They are evil. Okay? When people talk about heaven and hell, I always think there's no hell. Hell is here. Hell is those people that we have to live with. That we have to deal with. That's hell. Okay, those of us that were raised by a narcissistic parent or two narcissistic parents, that's hell. What what could be worse than being raised by people who purposely want to hurt you since the day you're born? There's nothing worse than that. And I congratulate all of you for making it through it. We made it through. We survived. We survived. I can't say I'm thriving because I don't feel like I'm thriving. You know, having been diagnosed with this autoimmune disorder and having anxiety and panic attacks. And I can't even, I live in Florida and, and one of the symptoms of my autoimmune disorder is heat intolerance. So I can't even be outside for very long. So I start to feel sick. I start sweating. I start to not feel well. I have to sit down. It, it's not. It's not fun, right? It's not fun. I just hope that some of you, I've changed someone's mind here, just one person, from. My mom may or may not be this bad to this is who she is and she's not going to change. And she was raised being told that she was great. Okay. And stopping that idea that their bad childhood is what made them bad. And so we feel sorry for them. Enough with that crap. Okay. Enough. Enough with the pity. Enough with the feeling sorry for them. Even if that were the case. Let's say I'm wrong. Let's say what I posted on Instagram is wrong. Which is, I don't think it is. But let's say it is. 
Let's say it's wrong. Even if it is wrong, people don't have a right to hurt you on purpose. They don't have that right. And that's the other reality is the only person that you can actually change is yourself. Right? That's why I chose not to talk to my ex anymore. And not talking to him has been really freaking peaceful. And I knew that this week was going to be difficult because I would have to interact with him. I didn't think I would actually have to talk to him, but I did talk to him. Um, but that I would have to interact with him through my daughter, right? Because, oh, my dad made this plan and we're going to do this today and this and that. So I don't get to see her or barely get to see her. But he's never going to know because I'm not even going to tell my daughter anything. I'm not going to say anything. Next trip, I'm going to have some something in mind. I'm going to have to plan it a little better to see because my daughter also falls into that trap. She needs, she's 20 years old now. She needs to, to, to wake up and uh, hopefully, I mean, I can't make her wake up, but I can also say, you know what? I have plans or something because she needs to understand also that she's coming here. My husband took this whole week off. And so far, she's her dad took three days off. The so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and so far those three days, I know she's gonna spend over there, and she's gonna spend two days with with us, maybe. I'm struggling right now. Hopefully, it'll I'll calm down as far as. Uh, him because even even my husband he thinks that a lot of what happens is kind of like a coincidence and then you know it's a happy coincidence that it 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 happens to bother me and it's not it's calculated because when something happens once it could be a, a coincidence but when it happens every single time or when it happened for years when we were co-parenting and he would plan on a weekend that she was supposed to be with me a trip to Disney and tell her before he asked me if it was okay. That's not a coincidence. That's manipulation. So, anyway, I just, I, I just want everyone to to not feel sorry for the narcissist regardless of what their situation is whether they're sick whether they're dying look a lot of times these narcissists have built a life and when they get older the consequences of what they've done catch up to them okay so you can't feel sorry for someone when they, this is what they've kind of built for themselves. They built it for themselves. They were nasty to people. They treated people. They used people. And then when they get older, people are like, I'm too old for this crap and turn their backs to them. And then they're alone and you're supposed to fix it? 
No. I, I, there was, you know, I belong to a support group for myself. Um, guys, I can't refer everyone, by the way, I can't refer everyone to the support group, right? Because I'm mixing both worlds. <laughs> and this is, this is like me saying, you go to my therapist, right? It, this is my therapy. This is my support, you know. It's, it's a Facebook group. It's out there. You can look for it and you can see which ones there are. If you put in narcissistic mothers, you're going to find Facebook support groups. Okay. Um, so one of these, one of the fall, one, one of the group members that I've known for years now, you know, I've been in that group for over four years and so has she, um, she, she, and she's one of those people that tells it like it is. Like she doesn't, she doesn't sugarcoat anything. She posted about her enabler father, who turns out is not an enabler at all. He was a narcissist, is is a narcissist, and she 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 told gave us the reasons, and one hundred percent I agree. He's a narcissist. He is mean and abused her I guess she just couldn't see it and I know that's difficult I know that's difficult to to accept both your parents being narcissists being toxic right it's it's been difficult for me so so she's talking about a situation that he's in right now he's gonna be homeless in 90 days and she's tried to help him given him you can go to this place or you can do this or you can do that. And he rejected everything because nothing was good enough. Right. I think I think the bottom line is he wants to move in with her. And she wrote in the comment and I don't or in the post and I don't blame her. There's no way he's going to live with me. And that's how I feel, too. Like, there's no way I'd put myself in that situation. And I know that with the economy the way the way it is, a lot of people are moving in with each other, like family members, but some of us just can't do that, you know? That was my biggest fear before my mother died that, you know, or before I went no contact, that I would have to take care of her and she would have to live with me or both of them. How, how would that work out, you know? But, you know, I I guess I'm grateful that I things happened the way they did and when they did. So anyway, so she she explained everything and the women in this group are so smart. None of them are oh, give him a chance. He's just he's feeling desperate. No 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 no. They're all like, You did everything you could. You find resources for him hand him a paper with the resources and say okay here is what you can do now it's up to you and that's perfect because it puts it on them it's not your responsibility you did everything you could for them and let whatever happens happen they're not gonna you know they'll, they'll hustle when they realize they don't have a choice but that's the thing. We can't fall into the trap of taking responsibility for these people who have hurt you your whole life. All right. So I've talked a whole lot. 
And so I'm going to end it there. And I hope that I've changed one person's mind here. You know? Um, The bottom line is, does it matter how a narcissist is made? Not really. Except if you think that if they were hurt, oh, poor them. Then it matters. Okay? Because you, they don't get a pass for being a narcissist, for hurting other people on purpose, for bad behavior, because they were hurt. They don't get a pass. Okay? Because we were hurt, and we're not doing that. Okay? And if you're listening to this podcast, you're not a narcissist. Believe me. Okay? Um, I get that question a lot. I get the, I think I'm a narcissist. I see traits. We all have narcissistic traits. It's just we don't purposely use people. Right? We don't look at a person as an object. We actually see people. We want to have a personal connection. All right, guys. I'm going to end it there. I love you very much. And until next time.